Hello, 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 and welcome or welcome back to the Reality Hub podcast with me, your favorite half for reality TV, Anne Claire Ubilie. So, guys, we all know why we're here. It's written in the episode, in the title of the episode. We are here to talk about the Vanderpump Rule final, finale, final episode. And what an episode that was. I have so many notes from this episode. And yes, granted, we did not learn anything new. And I'll go on a rant about that in a little bit. But the editing and the actual words that were said were like epic. I loved that episode. I watched it twice, actually. <laughs> That's why I have so many notes. And I also watched the Watch What Happened Lives with Ariana after. Because thank God she didn't go on Harry Mendel. She decided to go on Handy Cohen. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm gonna first of all we're gonna start talking about the fact that apparently Tom and Raquel have broken up. So very convenient the day before the episode here, we have a brand new page six uh blind saying, Oh, Tom and Raquel have broken up. And then when Ariana was on Watch What Happened Live, she said, I don't believe they're broken up because as of four days ago, Tom received a letter from Raquel. So I don't think they're broken up. I just think it's a PR stunt move. And I was like, oh, those little conniving people. But then I, this morning, I listened to the Shenanigan podcast with Danny Pellegrino, Danny Pellegrino about this episode. And she said that Tom said that Raquel broke up with him in a Dear John letter. So that letter that he received four days ago from Raquel was a Dear John letter. Dear John letter. I don't know. I'd never heard of that before. Like, it's a brand new term for me. But it's a breaking up letter. So apparently she broke up with him on the advice of her parents. He said to Shina, it's like a Britney Spears type situation that her parents have taken over everything, her social media and her decision in life. And that they have advised her or forced her to break up with Tom. I don't think it's a Britney Spears type situation. I just think it's Raquel's parents being like, okay, we thought our daughter was an adult and she could make adult decision and smart decision, but obviously she can't. So now we are coming back into the situation to kind of show her what are the good options she could take and maybe entertaining, continuing to entertain a relation with Tom might not be the best decision. This man lied for more than seven months to his nine-year girlfriend. So what makes you think he'll be loyal to you, Raquel? What makes you think that? So maybe she was like, yeah, it's true. I'm breaking up with Tom because he's just brought me nothing but trouble, you know? So I just think that that. So I do believe that they are breaking up because it was confirmed on the Shenanigan podcast that Tom did receive a Dear John letter. So yeah. So I'm just going to jump right onto the Watch What Happened Live. I'm going to talk about that. And then I'm going to do a scene by scene of the finale and give kind of my thoughts. Okay, so if I want to start talking about the Watch What Happened Live, I'll start talking about her look. Her dress looked stunning. The little 
off shoulder moment, the high split leg, whole lace, black. I loved it. She looked beautiful. It showed her amazing, like, figure, like it was well adjusted. It was, you know, she was kind of naked, but in a good way, you know, like the whole lace thingy, it was, the lace was thin enough that it wouldn't be like kind of too slutty, but it was a little slutty. I loved it. She calls that look slutty funeral. And I was like, damn, if my husband dies tomorrow, the husband I don't have, this is what I want to wear at his funeral. Like, you know, we all saw those meme back in the day where it was like, that robe <laughs> that was kind of on lace but that had the frou-frou at the end on the <laughs> the frou-frou i don't know if we say frou-frou in english but the <laughs> the little fur at the extremities i was like oh that is what i want but now i want her a look she looked amazing the hair hubdo she was she looked very very classy and i loved it for her first appearance of the season on which I have in life to talk about that. She looked amazing. Also, I love that she called Tom Schwartz a flying monkey for Tom Sandoval because that's basically who he is. He's a bitch boy for Tom Sandoval. And he has been like that since the beginning of the show and I believe since the beginning of his relationship with Tom Schwartz Sandoval because Schwartz is like, his personality, he doesn't have such a big personality. He doesn't mind not to be the center of attention. And usually narcissistic people, their best friends are low-key people that are not afraid to praise them. And that is all that Schwartz does for Sandoval. He praises him and he's like his little sidekick. You remember, guys, when they opened Tom Tom and they had a two-seater motorcycle and Tom Sandoval was the one driving and Tom Schwartz was the one in the little car seat next to it? Yeah, well, that resumes their relationship. Tom Sandoval is the leader and Tom Schwartz is a fucking flying monkey. That was very, very funny. So um, Andy asked her if she was suspicious or not because she said woman intuition when she got the phone. She was like, my woman intuition is telling me that I should look through this phone because something shady is going on with my boyfriend. And she said that um, he was coming home very late and he would spend a lot of time at Schwartz's house but every time she would ask him to hand over his phone so that she could look through it, he would willingly give it to her. And obviously, he would willingly give it to her because in this episode, in the episode, the finale, the finale episode, like in the first five minutes, Tom is like, usually I would have delayed those type of things, but the day was very hectic, so I did not have time to delay it. So... It's pretty normal that the guy would willingly give his phone for Ariana to look through it because in the probably in the Uber going back home, he would start deleting things. And she would track him to see if he was really at Tom Schwartz's house, but he was really at Tom Schwartz's house because Tom Schwartz's house was just basically a bachelor pad that he would allow Tom Sandoval to have sex with his mistress in his house. See, this is also why this man is a fucking flying monkey for that dude. Like, how are you gonna give your house to your best friend so that he can fuck his mistress and you guys are 40 year old 
like rent a hotel like the rest of us don't ask me to use my second bedroom in my disgusting dirty apartment so that you can cheat on your girlfriend that was a groomsman in my wedding uh, anyway anyway uh, <laughs> so like people say well ariana was dumb she didn't see the sign she was well she did her due diligence she went through that my phone she went through that man's phone she would check his location their their plan was just so machiavellic that there was no way that she would know that she would learn about the affair frankly at, at sandoval forgot to delete that that i then forgot to delete that video like we still have no clue that this was happening those guys had like even though everyone was suspicious of them no one had real proof and it's so lucky that he had the active day that day and that it came to light because i'm believing those people would still be having an affair right now and he would break up with ariana mid-season and well whatever we'll discuss more of that uh so and he asked ariana if she thought that there was another woman in the picture everyone is um suspecting that the other woman is Billy Lee, but Ariana said that Andy never met her. But didn't Andy meet Billy Lee? Because she was on the show, so Andy must have met her. Is she did she if he never met her, it could well be Billy Lee. But she is not in the show universe and Billy Lee was in the show universe. So who is that other woman? I would love to know. Um I don't know who I think it's Sheena again on the Shenanigan podcast. So many like little gems in this podcast today. She said that uh, in the beginning of Tim Sandoval's and the most extras, um, they had a lead singer that was a woman, and she was really close with really close with Tom Sandoval. And one day, all of a sudden, she changed her number and she left the group, and no one saw her again. So maybe the other woman. That is in their universe, but not in the show universe. Is that girl that was on the show? Or maybe it's Billy Lee and the lead singer of the group? Or maybe it's Billy Lee, the lead singer of the group? And any other woman that was a groupie to fucking Tom Sandoval because that's what he likes. He wants to fuck his groupies, you know? Adam Levine type shit. So yeah, I keep using that man's name, Adam, Adam Levine. But like I said in a couple of episodes ago, I don't know who he is. Maybe I should Google him and stop using his name. <laughs> but I don't know. I- I'm going to keep using his name. Um, then what did we learn from the watch? What happened live? Well, they learn, we learned that they both still live in the house. Uh, oh, and also we learned that Ariana knew about Miami Girl, but she decided to protect him because when Miami Girl happened, she and Tom were not, um, they were not um, exclusive and she didn't want any, everyone to have um, a terrible opinion of him. So she protected him and she said nothing, but she knew that he did indeed have sex with Miami girl. And I kind of knew, I kind of had an incline because the way Ariana would shut down every conversation Back in season three, I think it's season three or season four, when the Miami girl thing happened, she would be like, no, I trust you. No, 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 no. I could tell she knew because like I said, last episode, 
Ariana and Tom had a pact in their relationship, I believe. In front of everyone, in front of cameras, we are a united front. When the cameras are down, when we are in the safety of our house, we can actually have real conversation. But we will pretend for the public that our relationship is perfect. And that is also why I'm like kind of against Ariana in my previous uh, <laughs> recap of the show. I'm kind of like, fuck Ariana. She, 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 she was giving nothing to Pump Rules, to be honest. Except for this season, she gave nothing to the show. She didn't give. She was just there to be pretty and to defend Tom Sandoval every time he would attack women. But anyway, we are not here to bash Ariana. We are here today to defend her. I'll bash her at the end of this episode. So if you don't want, <laughs> if you don't want to see, if you don't want to listen, you won't have to. But hey, she knew about Miami girl, so. What is there to say about that? Nothing. Okay, so now that's all I have to say about the Watch What Happened Lives. Let's move to the episode, to my recap of the episode. I'm actually going to take a little break because I have nothing to drink next to me, and I'll be back. Okay, so I am back, and the episode opens on Watch What Happened Lives. And um, we see Sheena and Raquel on Watch What Happened Lives on the first day of Women's Month. Women's Month? I don't know. He said something like that. <laughs> and I was like, Raquel, like, like, this affair exploded on the first day of Women's Month. Yeah, Raquel, you are such a good woman. I, I don't know. It's not a fault that it was on Women's Month, but I think it's actually very funny it's very yeah it's very funny so then and then we have uh, everything and we see both tom and ariana in different confession confessional and the producer asks them are you ready and they both say no so tom starts and he explains that on that day his phone fell out of his pocket they were all at tom tom for the release party of his first single with Tom and the most extras and his phone fell out of his pocket and someone gave it to Ariana for safekeeping. And woman Ariana says, yeah, my woman intuition tells me that I should go through it. And then that's when she found this disgusting screen recording of Tom Sandoval and Raquel together. We still have not had it confirmed to us that it was a video where they were masturbating through FaceTime. I choose <laughs> to believe, like many of us, that this is exactly what that video was. Because otherwise, if it's just a video of both of them on FaceTime, yeah, it's kind of suspicious that you um, screen recorded that. Or maybe they were saying something suspicious. But I like to believe that this video was of both of them masturbating on FaceTime. And why? Because Raquel, she said, anyone that will release that video will have to we'll receive a letter from my uh, assistant. Well, she sent assistant this is later to the, to, to the whole group. And she said, everyone, anyone that will release that video will have to deal with my lawyers. 
And that is when Sandy to Daryl happened. But this is why I believe that this is a personal video. Anyway, I'm spending way too much time on that. So as soon as she saw the video, Ariana called Raquel and Raquel would not say to her, well, not say anything to Ariana. She refused to give her information and she finally said, yeah, we kissed. The reason why I believe Raquel did not want to say anything to Ariana is because she had not discussed that with Tom. Raquel can't think for herself on this situation because during the whole seven months that she was in the relationship with Tom Sandoval, she did not once think for herself. She would just follow. She got her personality from Tom Sandoval. So yeah, how would Tom act in this situation? He would deny, deny, deny. And so that's what Rachel did. She denied, denied, denied. And then she was like, fuck, I'm going to let Tom Sandoval say whatever he wants to say. And I'm just going to agree with what he says. So that's why. And then Sheena is like, Raquel told her super nonchalantly that, um, that yeah, Ariana, uh, I've been having a seven-month affair with Tom Sandoval and Ariana just found out. Blank face, no emotion, monotone voice. Like, she is a psychopath. Like, Raquel, no one is going to believe me. Okay, she's a naive little bandy-eyed girl, whatever. But she clearly has emotional issues. Mentally, she has issue, mental issues and she also has emotional issues. Because why, in her confessional in this episode, that girl was giggling and she was like giddying and she would hold herself like a little girl like ah, ha, 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 i'm on cloud cloud nine i'm on, i'm having an affair with tom sandoval i was like raquel can you pretend to cry because three episodes ago that girl was crying i'm not a mistress oh i'm not a mistress it hurts me and she was wearing the same outfit mind you she was in that blue dress so it was the same it was not the same they just asked her to put the same outfit i guess then but like she was crying, I am a mistress, I am a mistress. And then all of a sudden she's giggling about being a mistress. And she was crying about not being a mistress with a stranger. But she's giggling about being a mistress with her best friend, 10 years old boyfriend. Like, if this is not sociopathic behavior, tell me what is. But yeah, we see the footage of uh, the shenanigans vlog the shenanigans vlogs are really true saviors <laughs> in this kind of all how did we get the labor day uh footage shenanigans vlog how do we get the backstage of watch what happened live shenanigans vlog oh fucking funny anyway um so then we have another scene we move on to ariana crying on her couch with uh, meredith which i guess is her friend and we see Tom in the bathroom, making sure he looks good and combing his fucking mustache. That man give me the heat. He's about to film a scene with his ex-girlfriend about him cheating on her with her best friend for seven months. And what does he do? He's combing his mustache and putting more gel on his hair because God forbid he does not look the best while confronting his girlfriend about his affair. Oh, hell no. 
his look is way more important than her feeling. And then Ariana is like to Meredith, he hasn't even said sorry. I don't know what's going on. He hasn't said sorry. So that man has been in the house for 24 hours. And what did he not do? Say sorry about the affair? I can't. I can't. Tom is also... I just ran on a rant about how Raquel is a fucking sociopath. Tom is the biggest sociopath of all. Because he can control his emotion. He can activate a switch. I can cry. I can be angry. I can be this. I can... The only thing that matters is my looks and what people think of me. But what people... Not my girlfriend. I don't care what my girlfriend thinks of me. I care what my business partner thinks of me. Anyway. Uh, so then they start talking. Um, and then that's when Ariana gives us that epic read. Where she's like, I regret every moment that I stood up for you, defended you, supported you. You're worth nothing. I loved you when you had nothing, when you were driving a Honda Civic. And now you have a little bit of money, a little bit of fame. And you go and date that groupie. Like, hear those words coming from the mouth of the woman that fucking stood by you and loved you and was ready to build the rest of my life around you. I regret ever loving you. And then she reads uh, Raquel for fifth. She calls her a groupie. She says that she's looking for identity in a man. She's so desperate that she stood so low as to fuck one of her best friend's life partner. And I was like, yes, Ariana. Like, during this entire confrontation, Ariana was so cool, calm, and collected. She kind of got emotional at some point because, well, Tom got angry at her. Tom was yelling at her when he is the one that was cheating on her and he's yelling at her because she's angry and she's like talking about him and his relationship she's like i loved you i would have followed you anywhere and all he can talk about is raquel 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 so he yells at her and he says um me and raquel's relationship is real no matter what you say because he's like i don't give a fuck about raquel yo friendship was fake and he's like no it's real because i'm sorry guys I, i'm sorry i hope i am not yelling too loud he says it's true the relationship is real because rachel treats him with respect contrary to ariana and i was so appalled first of all rachel does not treat you with respect rachel adores you rachel is a groupie so every time she opens her mouth, she opens her mouth to put your balls in, your, in her mouth. She won't say anything that contradicts what you think because she's a groupie and she wants to be in your good book and she wants to be the best ever groupie. This way you keep fucking her. Anyway. And it's like, oh, right, Rachel treats me with respect, contrary to you, Ariana. And I was like, oh. So, are you treating Ariana with respect when you have a seven-month affair with her best friend? Like, are you really, like, complaining that Ariana is not giving you respect when you have been, when you have been disrespect, 
rejecting her for the last seven months with her best friend. And then Ariana is like, what respect your guy's relationship means nothing. It's all about sex. And it's like, it's not about sex. It's more than sex. It's intimacy. So you were able to give intimacy to Raquel, but you were not able to give intimacy to your girlfriend. And guys, let's cut the bullshit for real. It was all about sex. Because after that, once Tom goes to Rachel's apartment, it's so awkward because those people are not used to talk to each other. They're not used to having conversation. They're used to taking drugs and then go fuck in Tom Schwartz's apartment because we'll go to it. But that interaction was so, so weird. We could tell that everything between them was just physical because everything was awkward up until they got on the couch and started cuddling. Before that, when they had to talk and use their mouth for other things, for talking, they could not. No one understood anyone. But anyway, I was so mad that he yelled at Ariana. When Ariana is like, I want to talk about you and I, yours, mine and yours relationship, why it did not work, and all you keep talking about is Raquel. And then you yell at me, ugh. That man, and he kept calling a dude. He kept calling a dude, dude, dude. And I'm like, oh my God. Even there, you can't have enough respect for a woman to not call a dude. You don't have enough respect for your ex-girlfriend of nine years to call her Ariana. No, you call her dude. Disgusting. And then he's like, oh, you put pressure on me to stay in the relationship. I tried to leave, but you wouldn't let me. And she's like, you didn't try to leave. Because, yeah, I said, I don't want you to leave me. I won't let you leave me. And then at night, she went back and slept in my bed. And I see a lot of people saying, yeah, he tried to leave her. He tried to leave her, but she wouldn't let him. And like I said, when I recap the Howie Mendel episode, I believe that Tom Sandoval, quote unquote, tried to leave Ariana, tried to break up with Ariana, but she would not let him. But like I said then, you don't try to break up with someone. You break up with someone. Because Ariana is not saying, yeah, I didn't, you did not try, you did not, you did, she's, she's like, yeah, you did try to break up with me. And I did say, I didn't want you. And you did accept the situation. You did accept to stay in the relationship. But if you really wanted to break up with someone, what do you do? You break up with them. You tell them, I am sorry, I am no longer happy in this relationship and I will leave. Whether you like it or not, I'm leaving. You can't keep saying you put pressure on me to stay in that relationship, so I cheated on you. No, I'm sorry. Because the only reason she put pressure on you to stay in that relationship was that for you, so that you could work on your guy's relationship. Not just to keep up a facade, but no, to work on the relationship. Maybe there is something we can do to save our relationship. I didn't tell you to go fuck my best friend. And that's when she's like, she called him a coward. And that's what he is. Instead of standing his ground and being like, Ariana, I'm leaving you. He was like, okay, I'll just go betray you. The worst betrayal of everything. Ugh. Ugh. And then she tells him he's worth nothing. Oh, so that's when I already said that. 
see on his face. I took a picture of when she tells him, you're worth nothing. And I want you to hear that from the one woman that truly loved you. Oh my God, his face. That's, I think, when he realizes that he fucked up. Before that, he was in his little fantasy world and it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But when she tells him that, you can see on his face that it truly hurt him. That sentence. I know that her entire interaction hurt him. But she told him, you are a clown. You are a clown, Tom Sandoval. A worm with a moustache. <laughs> anyway, next scene. Tom goes over to Tom. So Tom Sandoval goes over to Tom Schwartz. Tom Schwartz's apartment is disgusting. How can you let production film in your... They give you advance notice, you know? The day before you heard production is picking come filming again so you were like okay i'm gonna call a cleaning lady for her to come and clean my house but no his house is disgusting but anyway uh he goes and tom sandoval arrives in tom short's apartment and the first thing he does and he starts bawling he's crying he's crying and i was like oh my god that's why i said before tom Sandoval is also a sociopath because the only person he cried to was Tom Schwartz and Lisa Vanderpump, which are both business partners to him. He didn't cry with Sheena. He didn't cry with Ariana. People that truly matter to him on a personal level. No, no. He cried with his business partners. And he cries like on the verge of having anxiety or panic attack. Lol. I don't believe that. But he starts crying and he goes into Schwartz's home and Schwartz is consoling him. And Schwartz says, you had the gameplay, you just didn't have time to put it in motion. And I'm like, oh, but on Awi Mendel, didn't you deny the fact that you had a gameplay? Well, you did not deny it right there in this scene. You actually said yes. Well, he didn't say yes in many words but he did uh nod his head yes oh he said i know i know something like that guys i watched this <laughs> show this episode twice and i still there was too many things happening so then schwartz is like oh my god this is terrible and i was like oh he thinks it's terrible for ariana but no he's like we went for a 4.8 star to one and i was like oh so that's what you that is what is terrible for you <laughs> The fact that your business is falling apart. And yes, that is what matters in this because Sandoval is in the cries with his business partner. Tom Schwartz is going on an apology tour, but every time he's like, I've done nothing, I've done nothing. And Schwartz asked Sandoval to do a post to make him look less guilty. And so that is the first post that we saw, the first apology that was to Schwartz, I apologize to Schwartz, the one that he put, we read it, we all know what he's talking about, that's when that happens, so it's ready to apologize to Schwartz, but he still hasn't apologized to Ariana, so he apologized to Ariana, what, four days later, ridiculous, um, Schwartz tells him that he warned him, and he pressured him to tell the truth to Ariana, but he wouldn't listen, and Tom is kind of like saying, Tom, I told you this would blow up in our faces. And now look, you, 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 you ruined my life. You need to do something. And Tom tells him, 
the short Sandoval tells Frost, oh, just don't go on social media for a couple days, get over it. What? He doesn't even care about Schwartz's feelings. He does not. He will post the things on his business because the business matters. But Schwartz's feelings, they don't matter. Just don't go on the internet. Just like uh, Tyler, the creator, said. Cyberbullying is not real. Just turn off your computer. And I'm like, damn. You really don't give a fuck, eh? You don't care. He doesn't care who he hurts in the process. Sandoval is only thinking about himself. And he says after that, Ariana should have followed him to see that he was lying about going to Schwartz's house. So, it is your girlfriend's fault that she did not discover that you were having an affair and that you were lying to her because she decided to trust you? Huh? Huh? It's exactly the same thing he said on this argumental episode. It was like, oh, yeah, there was rumors, but Ariana decided to turn a blind eye. Okay. And like Tom Schwartz says, I don't think it's on her. I don't think we should put that burden on her. I don't think you should blame your girlfriend for believing in you because this argument makes no sense anyway because Kristen Dowdy was a crazy crazy bitch when she was with Tom Sandoval and she is known as the FBI the FKY <laughs> no one calls her like that only I but maybe it will take so FKY she went and she got Miami girl she brought her on the show she would follow him she would look she would hack his iTunes and everything and what did he do? He made her look like crazy bitch. And we never believed that he cheated on Kristen with Ariana, but he did. But since Kristen followed him and saw that he was lying, well, then he turned her into a crazy bitch. But now he wants Ariana to follow him and see that he's lying. But he would have turned her into a crazy bitch. So, like, Ariana would never want in. Tom's book, he was done with her, and he's like, okay, well, it's your fault if you didn't cut on the fact that I was getting sex somewhere else. Whatever. So then we have a scene with Ariana, Katie, and Lala? Eh? Ariana, Katie, and Lala. No, Ariana, Katie, and Sheena at our house. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Uh, she explained the story again. And then she said that he hurt her so much that um, it happened after Charlotte died. And then we learned something that is so terrible. So after Charlotte died, after the girls' trip, we all remember they went to Schwartz's birthday. And that night, Raquel and Tom had sex in Raquel's car. And Tom. Sandoval had forgotten his keys and she had to open the door for him right after he fucked Raquel in her driveway. Guys, guys, I think this is the only thing that we learned in this, uh, in this episode, but I think that was the most wild thing, the wildest thing I've heard. So you're fucking my best friend in my driveway and then you ask me to open the door for you 
on the day my dog died. Devastating. Devastating. <laughs> ah, and then she says again, yeah, Tom was angry at her for feeling betrayed. Tom is a fucking piece of beep. And then we have Sheena getting into the whole um Raquel said I punched her, but it is scientifically impossible for me to make a feast and then she demonstrated for me guys i wear nails i wear long extensions i have them currently on and i am making a fist you know this is me fist <laughs> punching my hands i don't think this is good enough um good enough defense uh very uh legally blonde defense of her but it is not scientifically impossible to make a fist i am currently making a fist and i have pretty long nails extensions but i thought it was very funny but what i thought was very funny also throughout the whole episode is that shina keeps making this about her on this scene she talks about how she failed on the watch what happened live then on the next scene where she's present she talks about her getting a um restraining order from raquel which basically she is a big sister to her and then on the third scene where we see sheena she cries about losing her friendship to sandoval and i'm like damn can you cry for ariana and stop crying for yourself sheena i love me some shishu i love shishu but Shishu makes everything about her. Everything. Granted, she is involved in the thing. The girl, someone brought her to court and filed a temporary restraining order against her. And they lied. They lied to on her. But still, talk about your girlfriend. But anyway, Katy also gives us a really good piece of information. She said that at BravoCon, Schwartz told Katie... No, Katie told Schwartz, oh, look at her. She's following you around like a puppy groupie. And Tom Schwartz says, believe me, she's not there for me. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. They should have known. They should have known. Like, so Schwartz was very, Schwartz. Yeah, Schwartz wanted to let Katie know, I'm not betraying you like that. I'm not the one betraying you like that. But anyway, then we move on to a scene with, uh james ali and katie james is crying because he feels backstabbed by tom and he feels betrayed and i think that is what he's been saying since the beginning the same thing with shrugs he's not mad at raquel he's mad that his friends do not take his feeling in consideration when they decide to hook up with his ex-fiance you're supposed to be my boys bros before hoes james tom and tom were bros raquel is the hoe in this instance and it's supposed to be ho bros before hoes but they put the hoe before him and that is why he's hurt he's hurt because people he realizes that he thought that he had a real friendship with those guys but it turns out the friendship was pretty one-sided or maybe the friendship was not one-sided but the friendship was a friendship of convenience. The friendship was not as deep as what he thought. 
the friendship was not a real friendship. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But if you're willing to hook up with my ex-fiance and you're supposed to be my friend and I'm telling you guys it's hurting me and you still do it, the same thing with Katie, well, then you're not my friend. I'm sorry. It's not a friendship. So that is why James is crying. And I feel extremely bad for him. Just like I feel bad for Katie. People are like, oh, I don't know why people feel bad for James or Katie. Well, I don't know. You guys have no feelings feelings if you don't feel bad for them. So then Katie and Lala come over. Uh, Lala thinks like the rest of us that Tom has never stopped cheating in his life. The same way he was cheating on Kristen. It's the same way he's cheating on Ariana. I believe the same thing. I believe the same. And then James does the funniest thing of the whole episode. He calls Rachel with all the girls present. He's like, shh, shh. <laughs> and he calls Rachel. And she answers on the second ring. And I was like, Rachel, like, why would you answer James? You know he's going to insult you. And so he asks her how does she feel about losing every single person that cared about her in los angeles it's just like it's definitely high opening high opening for who for them not for you because they were your real friend it's eye opening for them because you're not their real friend and then oh, james is like oh how do you feel you did all that for sandoval's little cocky cock his stinky 40 year old cocky cock oh my god james is hilarious and i love the fact that ali was like oh i'm gonna go to the kitchen but she kept coming back and she kept laughing and she was like, oh my God, my boyfriend is so embarrassing. But at the same time, it's kind of funny. <laughs> that was like so high, so high school mingers and I am here for it. I am here for James calling Raquel. Anyway, so then oh, we have the cringiest scene of this episode. Tom goes over to Raquel. First of all, Raquel's house is full of neon purples lights. And I'm like, what? And she has marshmallow pillows and things like the decoration. You think you are in a 18-year-old, 19-year-old, 20-something-year-old girly girl, like little kids room. Like, first of all, it's purple. The lights are purple. Then it goes to her fridge and he gets, we see that in her fridge, there is a pack of coarse lights. If you go to a girl's house, a girl that is not a tomboy house, and you see a pack of beer in the fridge, best believe she's fucking somebody on the team. Yes. <laughs> I love to use that line. I'm sorry, guys. Best believe she's fucking a guy. Yeah, because which girl has a pack of coarse, coarse lights, guys? I love beer. I'm French. We do good beer. But I would never have a pack of coarse light in my fridge. Even at the best, I have Stella Artois. I'd have Heineken. I'd have Corona. But a coarse light? No. That's for your man. And that is, I don't know, pissed me off to see that. And then she's like, oh, I have no remorse. And I don't think that we should be going to hell with fell in love shut up Rachel Rachel and then Tom goes on a rant about how Trot was telling him that Ariana was good for him 
and then and Raquel, what she understand in that is that she called her Ariana, but no, it was talking about Raquel. So that was, and she's like, "Oh, you just called me Ariana," and I'm like, Ooh. first cringy moment. And I don't believe that is the first time, even though at this exact moment he did not call her Ariana, but that's what she heard. The way that she reacted tells me it's not the first time he called her Ariana because she had little to no reaction. She's just like, oh, you just called me Ariana. Dot. Looking at the ground. And then he's like, uh, can you turn off the light? And she's like, uh, okay. And yeah, Tom, you want to turn off the light because you're like such a fucking immature man that lights give you a headache. You're so cocked out of your mind. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should not say that. That's how I feel. So yeah, first cringy moment, he calls her Ariana and she says nothing. Well, she says you called me Ariana, but she doesn't say. It's not the first occurrence for them. And then we have uh, Rachel's confessional where she's smiling. She is over the moon that this affair has been revealed to everyone. Because now she feels like she's the main girl, right? Like, she's the number one girl in the group. (laughs) And so the producer asked her, why did you hook up with Tom? And she's like, I wanted to know what it felt like to have sex with someone that you loved and I already loved him as a friend. What? So are you telling me that you were not in love with James? Like you accepted, like he was your fiance. You were with him for five years, but you wanted to know what it felt like to have sex with someone you love. And then the friend that you decide, and then I don't know, like it makes no sense. Like you already loved Tom as a friend. So it was easy to have sex with him. You guys, it makes no sense what she's saying. But all I can remember is that she was smiling to the God. She was so happy. So happy. Anyway, and then he asked her, Tom asked her, what do your parents feel? She's like, my mom hates you. And then she asked, what do your parents feel? And then she denies her feeling right away. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. We don't have to talk about it. I don't care. We don't have to talk about it if you don't feel comfortable with talking about it. She shuts herself down directly. She prevents herself from expressing her feelings. You can tell that throughout their entire relationship, Raquel stopped herself from asking questions. She stopped herself from bringing up stuff that would bother her. Because right now, she's just shutting herself down. She was like, oh, I'm going to ask a question. And then as soon as she asked the question, she's like, oh, damn, I don't want to ask that question. Because then it will make him think about something or maybe I've upsetted him. So I'm going to just tell him it's not a big deal if he doesn't answer because I don't care about the answer. <sighs> I, feel, I feel bad for Raquel. Believe it or not, I feel terrible for Raquel. I feel bad for Frost too. Not as bad as I feel for Raquel, but I do feel bad for Raquel. Because she was just emotionally abused in that relationship. No? Am I the only one feeling like that? I do feel like she was emotionally abused by Tom. Especially the way she said it, yeah. And then she he says, they love you. And she says, oh, I love you too. And instead of 
letting her believe that it's what he said is, is like, oh, that's not what I said. I said, they love you, but I love you too. And I was like, Tom, why do you have to make it so awkward? It was already fucking awkward enough. And here you are. But he did say, I love you, I guess. So it's not that awkward, but it was like, oh, oh. like, if that's not what you said, don't say, I didn't say I love you. I said, they love you. Just say nothing. Just say nothing. Because me, the first thing I hear was, I love you. But I don't know. He had to make it weird. He had to make it weird. Then they go on the couch and they start cuddling. Oh, oh. They're like, oh my God, it's so weird that we cuddled uh, in front of the camera. And then she starts going on a rant about her. Well, not on a rant, but on a little tangent about how she speaks of her emotion. She's afraid she's going to lose him the same way she got him and all that. And I'm like, yes, Rachel, you should be afraid to lose him the same way you got him. Because Rachel, I'm not saying you are nobody, but I'm saying in Tom's life, you're a nobody compared to Ariana. She's no one. And if he could betray her like that, best believe he will betray you like that. Best fucking belief. Tom is already on a date with another girl. I'm going to try to find the pictures and to post the Twitter on the link of this episode. He's already replaced Rachel. He's already replaced Rachel with another groupie. Like, Rachel, yes, you did lose him the same way you got him. He started shitting on you while you were in rehab. How disgusting is that? How? He started an affair on Ariana. When her grandma and her dog died and he started and he had an affair on you. Once you were in rehab, like this man is a piece of trash. Moving on. Um, we have a scene of uh, Schwartz at Katie's house. And he tries to lie and tell her that he only lied. He only learned about the affair a couple of weeks ago, a month at max. She doesn't believe him. She knows Schwartz, obviously. She was married to him. She was with him for 15 years. She knows her, Schwartzy. A little tummy to warm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, and she tells him, I don't believe you because you said what you said at BravoCon. And he denies it. But we know it's not true. We know it's true. Whatever. And then he also plays Calimero and he says, I have done anything wrong. And he's worried about the bar. The only thing he's worried about is the bar. And Katie, Katie calls him a little bitch boy to Sandoval, which he is. Ooh, and then we have the scene with Kristen Dowdy and Ariana. I thought that scene would be very much different from what it was. But I thought that this scene was very, very endearing. I actually liked it. Um, I was not against it to begin with when I said I actually liked it. But I thought it was going to be venomous. I thought it was going to be piling on to Tom. But no, it was mostly focused on Ariana. And I love that. I love the fact that Kristen came. She did not try to bash Tom. She was like, baby... Let's do some witchcraft so that we can free you of that terrible energy that our ex-boyfriend, that our ex-boyfriend instilled into you. I loved it. I love the scene. What is there to say? I love to see a good relationship between two girls that have been betrayed by the same man. 
women alliance sorority let's put the bs in let's keep the bs in the past we know that man is a sociopath is a manipulative narcissistic man and we fail for it now that we've waken up i'll help you get rid of that feeling so yeah i have nothing to say about uh, about this scene except that it was very cute and i liked it oh and then we have this disgusting um scene again i said all those scenes are all the scenes with tom piss me off <laughs> Tom is at Lisa's Vanderpump house and he's crying. What I wrote is fake crying and he's having a fake anxiety panic attack. It was ridiculous. Um, again, like I said with Charles, the only reason he's crying is because Lisa is his business partner and he needs to show a little bit of emotions so that she stays somewhat on his side and does not try to buy back his five percent of tom tom that's it so then we have a scene of ariana katie lala whatever whatever shina at a bar shina talks about the restraining order she's crying as usual she's like i was a big sister to that girl i was a mother big sister to that girl i paid for her apartment when she broke up with james and how does she repay me by filing a temporary restraining order on me and Sheila, I feel your pain. Uh, and then Tom arrives, Schwartz arrives, and he has a conversation with Ariana, and he says that he feels exploited by Sandoval. And I'm starting to think that, I hope that next season, Schwartz wakes up and starts not being on Sandoval's part. Because Sandoval exploded his life. Sandoval pushed him to kiss Raquel. Knowing he had a relationship, he had an affair with Raquel. He pushed Schwartz to kiss Raquel, knowing that he would destroy his chance at having a friendship with Katie. And then that man had a seven-month affair on Ariana, knowing that if it ever got out, people would turn against him and his business. So yes, Tom, I hope you see that you've been exploited by Sandoval, and I hope you don't remain friends with him. In the meantime, Ariana is like, I don't want to be friends with anyone that is friends with Sandoval. So you and I are no, no longer friends. I'm like, oh, yes, queen. She's not doing a lala that was like, everyone that wants to stay friends with uh, Randall, I can't be friends with you. I'm sorry. So I'm going to ask you to choose. No. Ariana was like, I'm not asking you to choose. I know who you are loyal to, but I don't want you in my life. Bye. Oh, I loved it. And then Schwartz is like, oh, Tom Sandoval told me multiple times that he had handled it, it being the situation. And Ariana starts crying and she's like, I'm not a hit. That really broke my heart because, yes, yeah, she's not a hit. And she says something that I can kind of relate because I don't want kids. But she says, I wanted him to go fertilize my eggs so that we could have embryos because I knew he wanted kids so badly that I was willing to give him one. Do you know how much you have to love someone to be willing to give them a baby? Like, my heart broke. She was crying and she was strong throughout the whole 
episode. But at some point, something has to, has to break, something has to give. And like her being called a hit, I think was the the thing, the something that broke the camel back. Eh, I don't know. But yeah, um, I broke my heart and it broke her heart. And yeah, that's even more disgusting. The fact that Sandoval and Schwartz do not realize that there is power in words. Like, she, Ariana said that she was very betrayed. She was feeling hurt by the fact that Tom was going to the press and saying that their relationship was nothing but companionship. It hurts, guys. It's just words, but it hurts. And it stays in your head. And then you can't erase that from your head. You can't erase those words from your head. And then he calls her a hit. I've handled it. I'm going to handle it. I'm not a hit. I'm a person. I'm your life partner. I'm your ride or die. Ugh, Ariana. I'm not even going to finish that episode by going on a rant with her. I'll go on a rant on her next episode because I can't. I can't. Um, and then the last scene. Powerful scene. Sheena and Tom Sandoval. Tom did apologize to Ariana, to Sheena before apologizing to uh, Ariana. But he didn't apologize to Sheena. And then he tried to feed Sheena some bullshit about the fact that Ariana would not let him, like, break up with him or whatever and she's like you just literally say i'm leaving i'm not happy and then you let her friend pick up the pieces of you when you left you don't fuck her friend and i was like yes tell him because he keeps saying i tried to break up with her and like i said you don't try to break up with someone you break up with them you don't act like a fucking coward you don't fuck her best friend instead. It's like he had a, I had a spiritual awakening at 40 and I wanted to love Ariana, but he couldn't. And she's like, yeah, but you did not love Ariana. You fucked her best friend. And then she's like, Miami girl, was it true? I believe, I never believed that it was false, but I tried to close my eyes on it because Ariana asked me to when she was my friend and he admits to Miami girl, he admits to another girl too. We discussed about that on the Watch What Happened Life section. And yeah, that's how it ends up. And she's like, I don't want to be friends with you anymore. And I was very proud of Shishu. Because Shishu, for once, was not wishy-washy. She was not in the middle. She actually hold her ground. And she was like, I'm sorry, Tom. You are a piece of trash. And I don't want to be friends with you. You betrayed my trust. Oh, and it was so sad that she was like, oh my God, Tom was the first one in the group to accept me, to be friends with me when I was bullied by those racists, Stacy and whatever. <laughs> and he was the only guy. And now to just see that this friendship was fake. Because you can't tell me your friendship with someone is not fake if you just constantly lie to them. Like, you can't have a true friendship if you're lying to people. But... I'm happy she should hold her ground. I'm happy she should defended Ariana. Um, she should had very good words for him. You don't fuck someone's friend when you want to break up with them. You tell them I'm leaving. Because he tried to use that mental health issue. And she's like, yeah. And that's why you call their friends. You call Ariana's friend. And you said, I'm about to leave Ariana. 
and she's going to be in a terrible position. And I need you guys to pick up the pieces. You don't go and fuck her best friend. That's exactly what she said. And I'm very proud of her. So, yeah. That was a good finale episode. So I said I was going to rant about some things. I'm kind of mad that it was a great finale, finale episode. But we didn't learn anything new. I would have loved for people like Sheena and Lala and Kristen and even Howie Mendel to not get involved in this. I would have loved for all those side information coming out from close sources of the cast to not be revealed throughout the past three months. Everything that happened in this episode, we've been discussing on this podcast and all of the podcasts for the past three months. Nothing was new, nothing revealed, nothing was shocking. And I would hope that Bravo did not give as much of a freedom to talk to reality TV stars. So this way, it could leave some mystery for us, the viewers. Because I think this episode or this season would have been so much better if on the 5th of March, we would have learned there is an affair, a seven-month affair between Raquel and Tom. And then we learn that cameras have picked back up, but then radio silence on this for the whole three months. The entire cast need to shut up. Lala doesn't have the right to talk about it on her podcast. Shana doesn't have the right to talk about it on her podcast. Katie doesn't have the right. No one has the right to talk about it. No one has the right to talk to page six. I am kind of mad that we were giving so much tea in the last three months. Every day you'd go on Twitter and there would be something new pertaining to the affair. And so it kind of makes this, um, this episode a little bit useless. Just a little bit. You know, we got to see the, relation, the, the reaction of Tom and Ariana. And we got to see this disgusting scene between Raquel and Tom. But kind of not a boring episode because the content, even though we know what it was, was so entertaining. But kind of a boring episode on the point of, on the plane of, did we learn something? No. You know, I just talked for an hour and two minutes about things that we've discussed for the past three months. So, yeah. That's it. So um, if you guys like this episode, please give me a five-star review on iTunes and Spotify, wherever you listen to that podcast. Uh, if you disagree with anything I said in this podcast, please DM me or at me on Twitter at Reality Hall Pods. Subscribe to my Twitter, guys. I live tweet those episodes. So I don't know. I only have six followers on Twitter, but I have more than six people listening to that podcast. So please follow me at Reality Hall Pod. Or follow me on Instagram at underscore reality hall to be notified anytime a new episode is posted. Uh, I'll see you guys tomorrow to do a full Bravo week recap. So Real Housewives of Atlanta, Summer House Martha's Vineyard, Summer House and Real Housewives of Jersey. And uh, yeah, it was a pleasure. F- well, I had a lot of fun recording that podcast. And uh, yeah, guys, uh, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.